It's DTS 198, and the Warmind reveal stream is this week, plus feedback from the Bungie Summit. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome to the DTS Podcast. I am BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my great co-host, Diddy. What is up, dude? How was your week? My week was full of craziness. I played through my first Resident Evil game with uh, with my fiance, which is that's her favorite video game series of all time, and she wanted to do a co-op uh, through Resident Evil Six. Oh, nice! How was it? It was it was great. I you know the <laughs> and I don't want to talk about it because there Resident Evil fans are so what's the word passionate about Resident Evil, and no matter which one you say is your favorite, you're almost always wrong. I see. In in someone's eyes. Because like Sanic, she'll she'll talk you out of your life talking about Resident Evil. She will talk for hours and weeks and days just about Resident Evil. And she says, So Resident Evil Six is not the greatest, but it's co op and we should play it together. So we did, and I actually had a lot of fun. It was it is so it's cheesy B movie one liners all over the place. Yes. And it's just ridiculous. It's it's just a fun, stupid co-op game to play, and I, I really like. They do a really cool thing, and where you play through a campaign with a character, and you'll meet mm-hmm. other characters along the way. Well, turns out you can play the campaign of those other characters, so you're oh. kind of doing the same storyline in the same world as it's happening at the same time, just a different storyline, different perspective, and I think that is super, super cool. It's, it's almost like a Tarantino-style thing. You're going to go back in time and play this other dude and then watch how the paths intersect down the road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really cool. You'll interact with these characters, and they'll be like, hey, here's this bit of information to get you through the next bit of the story. Well, how did they find that out? Well, you get to play it. <laughs> yep. Uh, what is Sanic's favorite resi? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know off the top of my head it's this one of the is diddy's fiance by the way ladies and gentlemen he doesn't even know her favorite resident evil you better get that taken care of dude before getting hitched because what she'll say is the first word she'll say is well and then <laughs> she'll have to justify it right I but see. it's one of, i know it's one of the older ones uh, i would not... bet resi too what do you bet she really likes resident evil 7 the new one on the playstation yeah. 4 with vr yeah. she yep. really likes that one uh, i, hate I don't know if that's games. her favorite I watched yeah. Vito, a good friend of the show, like stream the beginning of Resi 7. Oh, it's, oh, it terrified me. Yeah, there's no chance. If I actually, like, that in V, you guys did it in VR, right? You had the PSVR? Uh, some of the time. It, the headset hurts your face. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it just does because it's heavy and awkward. But it's it's scary regardless. But, yeah, when you put that VR headset on, uh-uh. No way. Yeah. No, no way. Thank you. Uh, this week, man, we actually have a bunch of Destiny-related news. It'll probably pretty much be almost an exclusive Destiny show. We'll talk about the Monster Hunter Colf Roth event at the very end because it was such a cool, like, secret update to the game. Like, two days before, they're like, hey, new monster, new event, only oh, yeah, hundreds of new weapons, enjoy. But we now have the official date for the Warmind reveal stream, 
It's going to be April 24th at 10 a.m., which is really weird because we're recording this the night before. Uh, so the time that you're listening to this right now, Guardians, you may have the opportunity to either watch the VOD or watch it live. So 10 a.m. on twitch.tv slash Bungie is where to go. But I want to just dive into things, Diddy, so we can talk about the Bungie Summit, our impressions of 6v6, the new um, soft cap and hard cap for power levels in Warbind. So let's just dive in. News. All right, Diddy, so I played Iron Banner 6v6 with Sassy. If you guys are longtime listeners of the show, you may remember super good advice with Sassy, our Australian expert, one of the like just top trials players from D1. And I have to say... I loved 6v6, and I can't really lay out to you in a clear and concise manner like exactly why, but it was the first PvP session I've had since last October on the PC where I just wanted to keep playing. We did two hours worth of matches, and I wanted to totally like, no, keep staying up late, like be wrecked for work the next day, but (laughs) it was cool. Like, I have to admit, I know the community's kind of split on this one, but what, what was your vibe and sort of feeling from... Twitter and looking at other influencers and on 6v6. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to play because work in Resident Evil 6 were so hectic, but I did get a chance to watch a lot and, of course, read about it. It's It seems like overall, in my impression, from what I saw, it was positive. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching it more because it was... I've always said I don't like chaos, but this looked like a good amount of chaos. It, it mm-hmm. felt, it felt, or it didn't feel, it looked very fast-paced. It looked like people just, the, the flow of the game just seemed to be better from my, my perspective. The best way I think I can describe it is in fours, it can feel like you're being hunted down at times because of yeah. the smaller player counts, more like those Halo moments where it's like, hey, one shot my ex, and then two dudes absolutely collapse in upon you. There's enough people and you're always close enough to either a teammate or a couple of enemies to where it's almost more like a a dog chasing a squirrel. They get really distracted. They see another squirrel. They peel off uh, chasing that one. But you never are getting like hunted down hardcore. And it just seemed more chill. That's the best way I can describe it. That makes a lot of sense because whenever I play PvP, I'm more of a lone wolf. And the 4v4, right, when I'm trying to flank some enemies... Nine times out of ten, I'm by myself, right? And 6v6, it seems like I would have a teammate there with me by chance. And so that fight would go more in our mm-hmm. favor. That, Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yep. It's not one of those things I'd say, go reinstall it because it's that like <laughs> earth-shattering. But it is something I will be playing each time it comes around, I think, at least there, for a day or two. Yeah, there is another Vine Banner 6v6 before this season ends. So that'll be before the next DLC. <laughs> so... Big fan. Um, hopefully the sandbox team is willing and open to trying more uh, things akin to that. Risky things, you know, because yes. some maps work and some maps don't. Um, Javelin 4 I thought was killer. I, I've always thought that map is too big for 4s. So for 6s it felt right at home, but things like Legion's Gulch I couldn't stand just because <laughs> island map sucks. Boom. I said it. It's crossroads with a bridge. Okay. <laughs> Stop doing island maps, Bungie. All right. Let's talk about the Warmind reveal stream that's happening today. Obviously, tons of news about it. So hopefully people are listening to this beforehand and they're either going to know, you know, in detail what it is by the time they're hearing this or they haven't. So the new game mode, Escalation Protocol, Diddy. What did we see on screen in the trailer regarding this? So it seems to be survival. 
uh, on the screen we see text that says clear the hive before time expires and it gives you about two minutes and it says this is level six or round six as we can assume and uh yeah i mean this this to me just from this one screenshot looks exactly like the new game type in warframe that we talked about a week or two ago about how potentially wave-based gameplay beat it within the time limit and then you progress to the next level and it gets progressively harder and harder yep yep sanctuary onslaught which i think is out and now they had some issues warframe patching we talked a little bit about the uh, update that went live last week sadly diddy cora as a warframe apparently is pretty trash but oh well it still <laughs> oh, looks <no. laughs> cool fashion frame people should be stoked so let's run off the assumption that escalation protocol is exactly like what you said wave base survival you have to clear the waves in x amount of time if you want this mode to succeed, I think ideally, and this is kind of fun because we're going to know, you know, midway through the week if we're right or wrong with this, have a finite variant of escalation protocol and an endless variant. The endless variant should have leaderboards. You need fantastic gear that changes regularly, new maps being added to this mode over time, new modifiers, and then caretaking of the game mode over the summer. Don't just launch it and abandon it like Prison of Elders or even when they came back with their quote-unquote curated prison of elders stuff like i think it's okay to have a finite version where hey survive for 20 minutes you're done here's the reward but at the same time too please satisfy that hope for a horde mode in destiny where you've got this endless variant you've got the leaderboards but you're also going to continue updating it with new modifiers and maps to keep it fresh over the i mean it's a long summer till september right diddy yeah, absolutely. And with that update that they have slated for the summer, that would be a great opportunity to introduce those new things. Like you said, if they treat this like Prison of Elders, drop it, launch it, it'll die really quick because yep. it, it's living game, right? This has so much potential. That seems to be the key word with Destiny, so much potential. I think this could be amazing if it had those game modes, like you said. After 10 rounds get a set guaranteed reward or something. And then you have the endless, oh my gosh. Think of the challenge the community would have. You'd have those hardcore players, like the Esoteric, the Slayer Ridge, the Glad, all those people just trying to get, yeah, I got to round 97 last night. Beat your score of 63 last week. <laughs> yeah, solo, right? <laughs> new, new rewards on a, on a... Yeah. <laughs> With a drum set. <laughs> Using a potato as drumsticks. Solo one sword drum set. Nice. With potatoes as drumsticks because it gets squished on the pad. Anyway, I think <laughs> if you keep making French sweet rice. gear flowing, weekly sweet gear with this thing, keep it flowing, new stuff over the course of the whole summer, that's how you're going to get engagement. doesn't matter how good this game mode is. If there is not really cool and powerful gear, to chase no matter how good the game mode is i think it's just gonna real quick incentive right, right. give yeah. us incentive to keep playing it and coming back that's the mm -hmm. key in that warm mind reveal trailer for the stream looks like Soros regime is back diddy Ooh. are you excited to see more of the old exotics back in, the, back in the game i thought it was destroyed in the tower man i guess we rebuilt it we loved yeah. it so much oh yeah just <laughs> Suros has already come back before. You remember when it came back in D1? It was like, whoa! <laughs> the feeling's gone, dude. You get one reunion tour, okay? Yeah. 
It's over. Yeah. You're not Led Zeppelin. You don't just get to keep coming back out, man, when you need more money. I mean, how There's many encores do we need? Zeppelin, by the way. What was that? Sorry. I mean, how many encores do we need? It's just uh, you it's get the one free bird of destiny. <laughs> yes. Free bird. By the way, really funny you mentioned free bird. When I was in high school, I was at a talent show. Yeah. And this one band had an encore and they staged it to where the entire audience shouted Freebird and they just played Freebird note for note and it was amazing and they won. Oh my gosh. For like all seven to nine minutes or whatever. Yes. They played the entire song note for note perfectly. <laughs> High schoolers. They were, they were crazy Dang. good. They gu- Dang. The guitarist nailed the solo. I was like, okay, he's got to do this. Oh, nice. Yes. It was awesome. Legend. That's like plants you in high school mythology for years to come dude yep uh we also saw in there the mars hellas basin is what the new zone is called it's obviously on mars only a couple shots i hope it's bigger than mercury (laughs) but i don't i don't say that so defeated i mean (laughs) are you confident it's going to be bigger than the donut I cannot say, I cannot say with confidence it's going to be bigger than Mercury. I just can't. But, I mean, Mars is a bigger planet than Mercury. So, uh-huh. but we did see some snow. Obviously, Mars has ice caps. So, yeah, snowy thrall. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then finally, so, in the stream, wait, we're going to hang on. Oh, 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 sorry. Instead of snowfall, is it snow thrall? <laughs> How do okay. I kick you right, off of the show? Like right now. <laughs> It's over. We're done. We're not making show 200 after that, sir. Okay, for Final Fantasy fans, what does uh, a Moogle have when he first wakes up in the morning, Denny? I don't know. What does a Moogle have first thing? coffee. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. Even I know that, and I've never played a Final Fantasy game. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, and then the exotic and crucible <laughs> update stuff is going to be shown off on the stream. In the trial, we actually did get to see the updated Graviton Lance, the Rat King, and the Skyburner's Oath. Holy cow, Graviton Lance looks sweet. And Rat King actually um, looks crazy. Looks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skyburner's Oath was a little... Uh, but Rat King and Lance, I was like, whoa. Skyburner's Oath, Skyburner's Oath looks really cool, really unique, what an exotic should be, right? It's got that projectile explosive rounds when it's fired from the hip, but when you zoom in, it's that, that uh, precision damage. The Graviton Lance looks amazing. I don't have one on the PC. That is my new end goal. I want a Graviton Lance so bad after seeing that clip. It was the Fatebringer Firefly on steroids. It looks amazing. Isn't then the, the Rat Graviton, King. The one that you can choose when you're leveling. I'm almost positive it's one of the options you can choose while leveling. All right. You I might need to make have a new char- wrong. I need to make a new character then. <laughs> I just right. need to go back and get it. But the Rat Sorry. King reminded me of... In League of Legends, there's this character called Twitch. He's a little rat. He goes invisible. When they remade him or reworked him, just t- tweaking him, he was crazy. And this just reminded me, just rapid fire, tons of damage, craziness. It was awesome. Didn't you build, like, speed on him? So he's like... I mean, he's an ADC, so you build speed and damage. And then he just appears out of nowhere. Aha! Man, level 2 or level 3 ganks with Twitch mid? Mmm. That's how you cheese lane. There you go. Some of you may remember Ditty loved League of Legends for many, many years, and then Overwatch <laughs> stole his heart. Yes. <laughs> Overwatch was the game that tore me away from League of Legends, thankfully. <laughs> thankfully. All right. So senior designer Daniel Akinpah is back oh, once Akinpah. again. Akinpah! 
we love this dude. This guy <laughs> is like the king of writing awesome updates to the community that does not shy away from details. So uh, last time he was talking about raid rewards and concepts about the raid reward stuff that they're looking to add, and he went into like just ridiculous levels of detail, the kind of stuff that I want to see more of. And they're talking about what they're going to be doing with the new soft cap and the hard cap for power level in Destiny 2 Warmind. So the soft cap for Warmind is going to be 340, and the hard cap is going to be 380. That does not take into account mods, obviously. Now, Diddy, what are the what's the difference for like a newer player or whatever who doesn't understand like what soft cap and hard cap is? Yeah, so a soft cap is they define it in the TWAB. It's as the point you can climb to easily via drops from any source. So not specifically milestones or uh, nightfalls or raids, anything like that. That's what the hard cap is for. The hard cap is the power level you can obtain from weekly reward sources. There you go. Yep. So I'm going to read a quote here from Daniel. Our target is that players who participate in all the weekly activities should take several weeks to reach the hard cap. Raids and trials grant the largest increases. Clan engrams provide very small increases, and the other weekly sources fall between those two. Players who don't participate in any group weekly activities are unlikely to hit the hard cap before the next release. Dedicated omnivore players will hit it before players that just play raids or trials exclusively. Additionally, the final 10 points from 370 to 380 will be significantly slower than 340 to 370. We expect it to take players roughly equal time to go from 340 to 370 as from 370 to 380. We decided to make this change because climbing to 370 allows you to tackle endgame content without suffering a severe underlevel penalty, but creates a significant accomplishment in achieving 380. So this is like completely listening to the feedback diddy of forever 29s when level 30 <laughs> meant a ton back in vanilla before dark below and i love this concept you guys should check it out in the twab the link will be on our website destinytheshow.com because he really does go into a lot more detail that i'm not going to read here but the idea is to make getting cap much more meaningful and in doing this and especially like talking about sort of this transparency here they're basically saying it's going to be much harder to get those final 10 pieces of power I think that's awesome. I think this is exactly what endgame players were working or like the the regular, the hobbyist. That's what they were looking for, right? They wanted something to grind for. This is this is a great step in the right direction. I think it, it being not as attainable so quickly to everyone like it was at Vanilla Destiny 2, it's just a great, great improvement. Yeah, and I'm actually trying to find the beginning paragraph because it's sort of... um. It's it's peculiar to me. Like I think that's <laughs> that's a good explanation of how much detail is that he that uh, Daniel Ockenpaw put. You have to scroll up for so long to find the first paragraph. <laughs> yeah, the twabs have definitely been getting a lot longer. Yeah. Um, so so with the release of Destiny Two expansion to Warmind, I'm quoting here, we're making some changes to the size and frequency of upgraded uh, upgrades. These changes will apply to all of D two and not just the Warmind endgame content. Our goals with this change are to bring back meaning and accomplishment to achieve the power cap, to give players a sense of progression when they come back to play each week, and to reward players who engage in a broader scope of D2 endgame content. We've made an effort to de-emphasize grinding public events for exotics and to reduce the impact of clan engrams on endgame progression. So here's the deal. Clan engrams offer excellent upgrades while a player is climbing to the soft cap, 
But once you've achieved the soft cap, you're going to find out those clan engrams above that soft cap will grant gear only zero to two points above your best possible. And they've done something similar with um, the public events, basically. And they go on to basically say, even though I said that twice, I apologize. We know that they've kind of at Bungie sucked sort of the meaning <laughs> out of hitting cap. And I appreciated that level of honesty with the scene saying, look, we made it easier. You guys didn't like it. We're trying to roll it back in a different way. So your yep. take, Diddy? That, yeah, I agreed 100%. It's, it's nice to see that admittance of uh, mistakes and uh, glad to see that they're, in my opinion, moving in the right direction. Totally. Let's talk about the Bungie Summit. It happened this last week. You had members of the community, large influencers, people over on Reddit and streamers going over to Bungie, spending two days there to talk about the state of the game and changes that are coming down the road. Now, they all have had massive NDAs slapped upon them. It's not probably slapped yet. They've signed NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, basically saying they can't talk about virtually anything there. They can talk about their impressions of their experience there without giving any details. So I watched a lot of videos from different people who went. Diddy, you've read a ton of stuff. You've watched videos from different people who went. Um, I would probably solo out Dotto's impressions as being mm -hmm. my personal favorite. Yep. Yep. So worth checking out over on his YouTube channel, Dotto Does Destiny. My takeaway is that September, look to September. Don't expect much from the May DLC to really do anything when it comes to sweeping changes. But I got a pretty positive vibe from most of the videos that I was watching that this wasn't just a PR festival, but that there is an earnest intent to try and fix D2, and that timing is September. Yeah, I... Yes, that's that was my impression as well. The of course the focus now is on Bungie again, right? We have all this great feedback provided to and from both Bungie and the community members that were at the summit. Yeah. But but now of course Bungie they said, "Yep. That's great. We'll do it. We'll get on it." Now they have to execute, just like Dada said in his video. And I've I've been to a few conferences at work that were similar to this, right? Where it's they call it a summit where they bring in some partners or vendors to talk about their product and hear from the community about improvements or what they see out in the field. And this is this is the impression I got that this company, Bungie, they want to know what's happening out in the field with their product. Yeah, they could read Reddit, they could read Twitter, they could watch YouTube videos, they could do all that stuff, but for a developer of a product, right? It's very hard to do that on a daily basis. So having them face-to-face, -face, having that honest opening communication at a table over drinks, over dinner or something is way more worthwhile than reading all the YouTube comments of their reveal video. It's it's much more beneficial for, for Bungie themselves to hear from the community members' mouths. Yep. Uh, speculations run wild about certain things that have been said or talked about, but I would really just encourage viewers, listeners, whatever, to sort of cool the jets when it comes to those pursuits of inferring things into what people have said. The Those NDAs that they sign are pretty locked down, right? Yes. It's not something somebody's <laughs> going to be like, yo, bros, there's a new race coming in the Taken Queen. Like, nobody's going to do that kind of stuff or even yeah. probably hint towards it, I don't think. Um, 
It's going to be a long summer, though. I I know that September's where their eyes are set, but I don't know. I It's like what we talked about earlier, the new game mode. I don't think it takes a ton to keep people playing one day a week in D2 over the summer. <laughs> so if you could maybe shift enough people there to keep keep the heartbeat at least beating until we reach that point, because September feels like a very long time, especially got E3 coming up in June. That's going to be, it's going to, I don't oh know, God, steer yeah. eyes away from Destiny. That's <laughs> That's a month and a week or two away. Like that's yeah. a that's a month and a half away at this point. I don't expect to see much from Bungie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like you said, September is where they're gonna look to try and bring a lot of the people they lost back. Not yeah. DLC two. DLC two is for people still playing, still slightly interested in the game to continue to play throughout the summer. But September is gonna be where they try and bring you back hard. Mm-hmm. So why don't we uh, transition here? We saw that Holtzman, good old Patrick Casey, is going to be working for Bungie, dude, for the next three months. So congratulations. I can't think of anybody. Like, that is such a perfect fit, man. Like, great representative for the community. Uh, If you don't know what we're talking about, probably six, seven weeks ago, Bungie had a job posting for a three-month position where you were going to basically be testing endgame systems and reporting on that to developers what's working and what isn't working. Our inferred guess is that it's the end game rotation for the Taken Queen, and they looked for, you know, a, a gameplay specialist was what the position was, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So a uh, number of people from the community applied, and I'm really happy that Holtzman got the job. I don't know how that's going to work with YouTube content. He's on DCP, like awesome Destiny podcast you guys should check out. I'm sure most of you listen to it already, but you're probably not going to be able to make any content or stream or do anything while you're working for those guys, and so... I hope he gets a full-time position there if he enjoys it, you know, when the three months is up because that's a super good representative of the community who probably um, can communicate quite well. So, yeah, congrats. I think I think he's going to be a great fit. I think I really enjoyed all of his Planet Destiny and all his DCP content uh, as well as a few of his streams that I managed to drop in on. Always enjoyed him. And it's it's so great to see someone that we know can do Destiny well in that position, right? If they announced that Joe Schmo with 100 YouTube subscribers who's played 18,000 hours of Destiny got the job, yeah. we, <laughs> we probably wouldn't be as happy, right? Like, who is yeah. this guy? It's because, We you know, went to the Destiny Tracker <laughs> leaderboard and found him. Yep. It's like, it's <laughs> nice to see a an established community member in this position because we know as a community that he's going to be a good representation of uh, most of our feelings. So congratulations, Holtzman. Yeah. And let's transition um, to Monster Hunter for the last few minutes if you're cool with that, Diddy. Absolutely. Let's go. All right. Colf Jaroth is a new monster that they added. He's going to be gone here in probably a week by the time you're listening to this. I think it's like May 3rd when he's leaving. But Capcom, right at the tail end of the Spring Blossom event, which is this two-week-long, like, hey, play all the old events that you'd missed out on and discounts. And it's, it was like a really cool big festival for Monster Hunter players to kind of catch up. And then on the last day, they released Kolf Taroth with it, with a new game mode called Siege. And Kolf Taroth is a new Elder Dragon. So it's different than like pretty much anything that we've done before in the game when it comes to like that game mode. And he drops Relic Weapons. So to put it in perspective, the way Monster Hunter normally works is you fight monster, you 
get Monster A's parts, and then you use those parts to build a specific weapon from a guy in the town. And you know what that weapon is, you know what parts you need to go get, and you just go farm the monster to do so. Well, Kolf Taroth drops relic weapons. He's got over 300 of them to drop. And they essentially what? are already existing like weapons in the game with either better or worse stats, like different stats too sometimes. So think of kind of random roles in Destiny 1 just sort of being interjected into this game that didn't have something like that previously. Now, Relic Weapons did exist in older Monster Hunters, I know, but it was like, this is such a meta-shifting, crazy event, and Capcom just like two days before was like, oh yeah, we've got a new monster, here's a trailer. You can play it in two days. 300 new weapons, good luck. And it's like, this. you guys are just doing it so cool, like, no price tag for this DLC. You just buy the game, and you've been getting constant support from Capcom. And if they keep doing this all the way through the summer until the PC release, dude, Monster Hunter World is going to just continue to get bigger and bigger in the West, and it is so cool, right? That is insane to me. Just nonchalantly, oh, yeah, it's going to happen in a few days. Uh, tons of new gear for you to go get. Go have fun. That is mind-blowing. That is absolutely insane, and it makes me want to play it right now, but I'm waiting for the PC. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a good time this fall. Um, yes. Hopefully, they stagger it out from the Taken Queen. So, like, Hopefully. Yeah. Put it out in August. Capcom, put it out in August, and then Bungie, we already know, September. Give me, Don't overlap. You overlap the two, and, and people are going to just be sad. So don't, please, August, August, I mean, August. You'll August. lose, Bungie would lose the PC community, like, Yes, that 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 would not be good. No, so well they've already I think they've already set September as the go go thing for taking Queen. So yeah, um, that's pretty much it for DTS one ninety eight. We're two shows away from two hundred. Thanks as always to the listeners. You guys just the comments you leave on the YouTube version of the show, whether it's hanging out in our Discord or even sending us mentions on Twitter. Both Diddy and I love it. We really appreciate it, and it's pretty surreal as we're encroaching in on two hundred shows here. And we're actually going to be coming up on the four-year anniversary, like, really soon. Eight weeks is, after that, 208, that's four weird. years. Four years. So if you guys have been around from whenever, just thanks for listening. Diddy, where can people <laughs> find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. You can follow us on Twitter at Destiny the Show. Join the conversation in our Discord, discord.me slash Destiny the Show. All the links from today and more are on our website, destinytheshow.com. You can follow me on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch at BBK Dragoon. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk with you next time. Mm-hmm.